I'm Kate Daniels, and we are getting ready for a great big day, Give Big 2019. Right now, we're going to reflect a bit and look at the origins of this supremely great day, coming up soon, just 10 days away. Mary Grace Roski, the Chief Brand Officer for the Seattle Foundation, guides us in seeing the early days, which were just eight years ago. Mary Grace Roski, good morning. It is so wonderful to welcome you here this morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I am so appreciative of your being here because we're just days away from a really great event, and that's Give Big. And it it certainly has been a part, great part of your life for, what, like the past uh, eight years. Now kind of a different focus on it. But tell us the origins of Give Big. Give Big was founded by the Seattle Foundation in 2010, and the origins are really around um, two things. The first was that was really the time when online giving was really taking off. People and nonprofits who began to develop their websites and online giving capabilities were really growing, and nonprofits had discovered the accessibility and convenience that online giving had and we're really beginning to develop programs and campaigns around how to maximize the benefits of online giving. The other factor was that Seattle Foundation was growing our web presence and our Internet activity, and we had developed a giving center that had profiles of nonprofit organizations because as we had worked with philanthropists over the years, we had knowledge about nonprofits, what they were doing, how effective they were, what special programs they had, but we only shared that really with the philanthropists that we worked most closely with. And so this website made all that information available to the broader public. So the combination of our information and the growth of online giving made us pull those things together and say, you know, Seattleites, come see what you can learn about the local nonprofits in your community that are doing effective work and use this this opportunity to give to them and support them. I love hearing this background story because I've heard of Give Big Campaign, well, probably for all of its life here in Seattle. So it's been a, a really big thing, and it's uh, it's kind of interesting. I don't know if this is what you like to hear, but it was almost like a shopping experience. Like, okay, which of these groups, which of these organizations really speaks to me? Which are the ones I, I really feel drawn to supporting? Is that kind of the way people look at it? I refer to it as a magical day of community generosity. I mean, it really struck us from the first year we did it how people were attracted to this opportunity. And I think behind that was just the premise that people like to come together to do things. So if you knew that everybody was coming together for one day in the community to be generous and support nonprofits, that was something that made people feel good. It also was a really great uniting activity for nonprofits who are out there every day individually doing the best they can to drive support and impact in their area of work. But Give Big was the day that they all pulled together. So I think the combination of wanting to be part of something bigger really made Give Big as successful as it's been over the last nine years. 
And so it has been the work of the Seattle Foundation to really, as you mentioned, Mary Grace, work with philanthropists. So as Give Big was taking off, did you see then that really expanding to the community so that it went beyond those philanthropists and and made each of us, you know, with what we had to work with, participate? Right. And philanthropists, Um, is a term that's really can be used broadly. I think people think of it as, you know, large, ultra-high net worth donors who make very large gifts. But everybody's a philanthropist, and an event like Give Big is really what we call citizen philanthropy, where people who are making gifts from, you know, smaller gifts, um, the power of those small gifts comes together in a really impactful way. Give Big, you know, would raise up to $20 million in a day. And that is really magical. That's a lot of small gifts coming together to be really powerful. And I suppose that's one of the key messages is how each of us, you know, whatever the amount is that we are able to contribute really adds to making that huge difference. That's true. And another one of the elements of the power of Give Big is that so many of the participating nonprofits have gone out and secured matching gifts, which turns your $1 gift into a $2 or maybe even $3 gift. So the leverage that your gift is able to achieve on Give Big Day is even more powerful. And the nonprofits have done really an amazing job in activating their donor bases, their creative campaigns, and the way that they get the word out are the roots of Give Big Success. And I think that that really speaks to so many of us is having those matching funds. So it's great, of course, for the nonprofit itself, uh, but it's great to motivate the rest of us thinking like, oh, my goodness, that dollar is doubling. So I'm even more inspired to make sure that I give on that particular day. Yes, and to this year they're introducing a new capability, which is peer-to-peer fundraising, which allows individual donors to activate their peer network through social media to even get the word out further. So uh, we're really excited to see how the new presenters of Give Big, 501 Commons, and Encore Media have even taken what was this very successful event and added more dimensions and more capabilities to take that even further. It is really quite exciting because when you started, you as Seattle Foundation began this, you were saying it began because that's when online giving was starting. So we're seeing how all of our tech connections really, as they grow, so do these other opportunities. How it works hand in hand is quite exciting. And what we've seen with Give Big is as online giving has grown and taken off is Seattle now, on many measures, you know, ranks in its philanthropy, but we're one of the top cities for online giving, and I think that's a reflection of, obviously, the demographics and the workforce that we have here in greater Seattle, but also, I think, the the habit that we built through Give Big to engage in online giving. It's convenient. It's easy to do. You can tap into it through social media, et cetera, and so it's really taken off, and as a result of all of that engagement online, Give Big was ranked third in online giving events in the country. So we really do have a model of a highly successful uh, giving day here that activates a lot of citizens and makes a big difference for the nonprofits who are doing such important work in our community. 
And now in your role as you've transitioned, you being Seattle Foundation, is there a way that your organization, that Seattle Foundation, receives funds? Do we donate to Seattle Foundation? Or how does that work? So Seattle Foundation is a community foundation, and what we do is we manage and direct the philanthropy for about 1,300 families and businesses in the region. We support them so that to enable their philanthropy to be as effective and impactful as possible in the causes that they care about most. So the knowledge and expertise and community guidance that we provide those philanthropists is behind some very exciting work um, in the foundation in the community. Two of the initiatives that we're working on very closely right now, one of them is around uh, climate justice, uh, supporting those in our community who are hurt first and worst by the impacts of climate change. A second initiative we have at Seattle Foundation is our Catalyzing Community Initiative, which supports amplifying the voice and power of underrepresented communities so they're better able to influence policy and programs that impact them. So in addition to providing support to guide the individual intentions and goals of philanthropists, we also have some uh, very targeted programs focused on equity and opportunity in uh, our region. You can support Seattle Foundation through Give Big. We are one of the 1,600 nonprofits who are participating uh, in Give Big on May 8th. And that then is part of the key here is to understand the, the history and know how and where we want to make our our dollars count. So those are two key areas then, and, and most of the work that you are doing or the organizations that you support fall into these two categories, Mary Grace? Well, there are two areas of Seattle Foundation's work. The first is our support for our philanthropists, and through that work, we make roughly 7,400 grants a year to a wide range of local, national, and international causes. Those really run the gamut from education to healthcare to arts and culture. And then there's the work the Seattle Foundation does through our civic leadership work. Those are more focused around the areas of climate justice and catalyzing community. Okay. So that's Again, clarifying this picture for us. And then as Give Big Day comes along, and we have an opportunity to select Seattle Foundation as one of our designated charitable organizations, correct? Correct. And there we are one of, I think it's roughly 1,500 of the nonprofit organizations who participate in Give Big. And I think one of the really magical parts of Give Big is how it pulls together so many organizations from so many causes uh, there's also a very wide range of size of nonprofits. There's very small grassroots, neighborhood-based, volunteer-run nonprofits to very large, multi-million-dollar, multi-state nonprofits. So you really do have the opportunity to go and find not only the cause that matches your interests, but the type of organization that matches your interest. And we do have on the GiveBig website what you might call the traditional shopping cart, we call the giving cart, uh, where you can make multiple gifts or you can make gifts to multiple nonprofits all in one transaction. So it does create a shopping slash giving experience that is very convenient and really rewarding and a super effective opportunity to support the nonprofits working in the causes that you care about most. 
And I look at it as the best kind of shopping experience because shopping seems to be such a key thing with so so many of us. And so looking at it that way, it's the best kind because we're seeing ways that we are able to really make an impact, make a difference, and be a real uh, help in our community. That's correct. I mean, I do think that why the reason Give Big has been so successful is because we have a generous community here in Seattle. People like the power to come together and all do one thing on one day. And it's really exciting to see Give Big continue under the leadership of 501 Commons and Encore Media, who have brought so much creativity and energy and resources to see it continue to be successful. And rightly so. So it's had a great foundation uh, established by Seattle Foundation. And, you know, we want to see it continue and thrive. It certainly grew over those eight years, didn't it? Yes, it grew dramatically. And as I said, it resulted in becoming the third largest giving day in the country. And I think we were really in as a region on the ground floor of the growth of giving days when we started it in 2010. Now you see giving days not only by city or county, region or state, you see national and international giving days, you see giving days that uh, particular areas of interest have, uh, universities and schools. So the phenomenon of the giving day has really taken off um, in a big way since we launched this back in 2010. Well, to that, we owe you a huge thanks because it certainly has been making a difference. And as it continues to grow, what you started really is uh, seeing such great results. That has to feel rewarding in itself, does it? The Seattle Foundation is definitely proud of our role in creating Give Big. The success of the event lies with the nonprofits, though, who seized it and created the most of this opportunity and then also with the, the individuals and donors who participate and give every year. Give Big is really a platform for others to do what they do best, which is be creative and resourceful and generous. And so its success is really a reflection of the community's support. Well stated. And so it just comes round to say that we are all community, we're all connected and here to support and work with each other. That's right. And so it's been wonderful to connect with you, Mary Grace Roski. Thank you so much for your time, and thank you for all the insights you shared with us this morning. All right, great. Thank you, and everybody remember to give big on Wednesday, May 8th. And from the previous early years overview, we now move to current time, and we have with us Jenny Craswell. Jenny is the chair of the Give Big 2019 Advisory Committee and the VP for Advancement and External Relations for HopeLink. She is here to provide some important insights which translate to better understanding for us of Give Big. Jenny Creswell, good morning. Thank you so greatly for being with us this morning. Good morning. Thank you for inviting me. It's exciting to be speaking with you. Well, likewise, because just the name HopeLink, uh, if people have not heard of it, I think inspires this vision of just something good and, of course, hopeful, as the name suggests, but something that is very positive and uplifting. So for those who need more information, give us a little insight, if you would, Jenny, into HopeLink. Absolutely. 
So Hope Link has been in our community for 48 years, since 1971, and our goal is to end poverty. And uh, so our work right now is in helping to stabilize our community members who are experiencing a tough time right now and offer food and housing and assistance with energy. And then we work to give them the tools and skills they need that they can begin the path to exit poverty. And so this is really seen as a means of, yes, being where you are, but really striving to go forward and get out of poverty. Absolutely. The more we can do to be here, many of our clients need us for a moment in time. There's a health issue, there's a loss of job. Certainly some of our our members in our community will always need support, but many of our friends just have a moment in time where they're struggling and they come to us. Um, And some of the exciting times, we've had some amazing, actually some amazing donations through Give Big with notes that said, hey, you helped me when I was really in need, and now I'm giving back. Um, And there's no greater message than that to know that we've helped somebody, and then they're turning around and paying it forward. That is just uh, so beautiful and really fits in that whole feeling of generosity and the giving back. We see how that cycle then goes round. Absolutely. You've already touched then on how Give Big has touched people. What does Give Big, when it happens, this one great day, what does it mean for Hopelink? I think Give Big is an example of what makes HopeLink work. The opportunity for literally tens of thousands of people to come together in our community to help support each other is exactly the way Give Big works and the way HopeLink works. We have over 4,000 volunteers that make our work happen, and we have thousands of donors who support the work. And that's the way Give Big works, too. So many nonprofits are out there. Last year, we had over 69,000 donations made to over 1,500 nonprofits. And when the community comes together, impossible things become possible. And that, to me, is the essence of what happens with Give Big. And it's really what happens with Give Big for us. Last year, we raised over $500,000. That's phenomenal. Give big in general raised five hundred thousand. No, Hopelink Hope raised five hundred thousand. <laughs> Last year, Give Big raised over sixteen million for the community. Wow, those are wonderful numbers. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Isn't that just so grand? And so, when we hear those kinds of numbers, we hear what it takes for Hopelink. It's really important for us to realize the need keeps going on. And in fact, have you seen that need increase, Jenny? Oh, you know, it's it's really increased tremendously. And the interesting thing is, the better our economy is doing, the more we're leaving people behind, and the more the need exists for so many of our neighbors. Um, we know how bad housing is. Well, the tighter housing is for us, those of us who are blessed to have homes that we can afford, um, even though they're, they're getting more and more expensive, that leaves more and more people who are struggling to find housing that they can afford. Uh, so at the joy of having such a successful economy, 
we also have to look at the hard part of that, which is that many of our neighbors aren't keeping up and need more help. And that help is so significant because they may have what we could consider a decent paying job. We talk about $15 minimum wage, but even that doesn't cover being able to to pay rent on a one-bedroom apartment. No, it doesn't. As a matter of fact, a fairly recent number uh, that has come out is that a family of four in Bellevue needs an income of $94,000 just to meet their basic needs. That's putting kids in daycare or finding the support for their kids. That's getting to work, feeding themselves, putting food on the table, and paying those basic bills of electricity, et cetera. $15 doesn't come near that. (laughs) No. No. Even if you have double income, it still doesn't come close to it. Absolutely. We have a long way to go. And that's where people know then if they're struggling, they can turn to Hope Link and find support, find that link really of uh, moving forward and not wanting to stay there permanently. Exactly. And people come to us for all different reasons. We have some people that need help just putting food on the table. And we're able to provide that. They come every two weeks and they shop at our our grocery stores and they pick up what works for their family. And when they're there, we try to check in with them. What else can we help you with? Um, Some people come to us because they need uh, to take English for work classes or they need a better job. And so what we try to do is meet them at that immediate need and then offer our other services to see where else we can support them. So when you say uh, you have these classes, are they on site, Jenny, or do you have agreements with other schools or other organizations to provide such training? Yes and yes. So we have five different service centers around North and East King County where we provide our classes. And then we also bring in some of our partners, and we also refer our clients to other partners who do work. So it's a collaboration. We work with the nonprofits across the community to make sure that whatever needs our clients have, they have access to that, whether it's a specific service that Hoping provides in one of our centers or if it's a service that one of our partner uh, agencies provide, and we just make sure that they have access to that through that relationship. So you mentioned a huge number, 4,000 volunteers. That That's incredible to have that much support. How many people come to you with some kind of need throughout the year? So we served over 63,000 people last year. That's a huge number as well. It's a huge number, and we need to grow that because we know that there are significantly more people in our community that have a need. You know, it's hard to ask for help, especially when you live in a community that is so uh, seen as so wealthy. And so finding ways to let people know that we're here, no matter where you are or what you're experiencing, is really important. And we're trying to continue to make that message available. doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you're experiencing. We're here to help. And we're trying to do the best we can to reduce the shame of needing to ask for help 
so that more people know if you have a moment in time or you're experiencing any kind of issues at, with your just basic living needs, come to us, let us help. Do you ever then get a call, a third party saying, I noticed that there's this family nearby that I believe they need some help? Uh, do you reach out that way? You know, I think we do hear some of those. We try to, it's hard because we don't want to interfere and force a situation that people aren't ready for. But we often will work as that person as maybe an intermediary to let them know, here are some of the things that we could provide. Why don't you go to this family and talk? So we try to do that, but we also want to respect the dignity and the privacy of people who might be experiencing a hard time. Sure. That makes perfect sense. So for the rest of us, though, or we never know when we might be that one in need, but when we have this opportunity with Give Big and at whatever level we're able to participate, we have this great chance to really provide whatever amount we're able to on Give Big Day. Absolutely. And that's the joy of Give Big. We've gotten $1 donations. We've gotten much larger donations, and it's really bringing all of those together. And this year, we're very excited because there are some new opportunities. We have a peer-to-peer fundraising opportunity. So if you are someone who would like to support but don't have the funds to give, you can go on and say, I want to fundraise for this organization. And it's just, you know, you just use that social media and provide a link and say, hey, I'm raising money for Hope Link." come join me. And so that's kind of a fun new way for people who want to support. And we're really excited about having that option as a new way, kind of just to expand the way we give. And there seems to be a really great energy around that. We certainly have seen that happen with GoFundMe pages. So it seems like a natural transition to having this peer-to-peer support. It really is. And once again, it just expands that idea of community. I want to help people that are doing good work. I want to help people in my community that need. And everybody has a different way of being able to help. Some people volunteer their time. God bless them. We need those volunteers. Some people have capacity to give very generously. And some have networks of friends that even if they can't give, they can put that out there and invite their friends. And that's been a great way of introducing us to new donors who we may not have met before. They may not have heard of HopeLink, but because a friend of theirs knows of us, then they learn about us, they start to give, and that gives us the opportunity to build new relationships with people who want to support the work that we do. It's just so exciting. And the fact that it keeps evolving shows how really filled with life it is because, of course, the needs are constantly there. Absolutely. And here we have this opportunity. It's coming up very quickly. Uh, and in fact, we don't have to wait for the day, Give Big Day. We can even uh, go check out the website now, can't we? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, early giving is something that was started just a few years ago, and it means that you don't have to wait for that day. Uh, You can go on now and you can pledge your support, and that will happen. All of the giving, you know, the processing happens on Give Big Day. 
but you can go on right now and say, hey, I'm going to give. And that gives you a little bit of time to do some research and think about which nonprofits do you want to support this year. My favorite thing is to go on and pick out my four favorites, the ones that I'm actively involved with, but I always pick one or two that I don't know a lot about or that I've recently heard about and just give them a small donation because it's fun to give somebody, something to somebody new. And so to have some time to explore and learn about some of those nonprofits and find something that really aligns with your values and your interests, I think is really fun and it's a great way to get going to build some of that energy going into Give Big on the 8th. And that website where we can get loads of that kind of information is? It's givebig2019.org. Very simple. And it's fun. And if we get started right away, it gives us ample opportunity to really do some investigating and make the choices of where we want to make our dollars count this year. Absolutely. You know, I'm really excited because this year, uh, Give Big is all about a collaboration of nonprofits coming together to make it happen. We love Seattle Foundation. We started this in 2011. And when they said, okay, we've done our work, we've reached our goals, the community came together and said, great, thank you for your work. We're going to continue this. And I think that means a lot. And so the, the slogan of I give, you give, we give together is really meaningful to me this year because it really is all of us coming together. It's by the nonprofits, it's for the nonprofits. And to me, that just really highlights how important and how big this day is for our whole community, really supporting everybody out there doing work to make our community better. So well put, and a great way to wrap it all up together and present it as this gift for us, Jenny Craswell. I really, (laughs) well, it's been wonderful to connect with you. Thank you for the work you're doing. Thank you for Hope Link, and I really want us all to succeed so strongly this year. Let's do it together. Absolutely. Thank you very much, and we'll uh, see you on Gift Big.